Welcome back, everyone. This is the Spirits and Poetry Podcast. I'm your host, Jorge Quintana. And today, today we're talking about fear and the comfort zone. <laughs> As usual, um, if you find this information helpful to your spiritual development, creative development, life development, please rate and review. I love feedback, love hearing your thoughts. Uh, how I can improve, how I can keep growing, things that you're interested in hearing about. But mostly, rating, it just means so much. It lets other people know that, hey, they should tune in. So I just appreciate any feedback and ratings. And as usual, stick to uh, stick through the end where I share my own poem, where, again, I follow my own advice because I believe that whatever advice I give you, I should be following. So this is the poem that I'm actually a little nervous to share me getting out of my own comfort zone sharing a poem that i wrote with a lot of pain in my heart a lot of frustration in my heart um a lot of anxiety so i'm a little little nervous to share it but again we're talking about fear in the comfort zone so let, let me tackle my own worries let me get out of my own comfort zone right i always love people that lead by example those are always the bravest folks and those are the people I've learned from in my own experience. So this is just me honoring them by following their lead, following the tradition of my ancestors and being me. So, so let's get into it. Fear and the comfort zone. I just want to give a special thank you uh, to Charlotte, who actually uh, suggested this episode, who came at a time where Man, you know, lately I've been doubting. I've been doubting if I want to continue this medium of expression. But I not just her, but I've had other people reach out talking about how much they they appreciate it. And I'm touched. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I don't think y'all realize how badly I needed that reminder um, to, to, to keep going. So thank you all for listening. And if, if you remember in the episode creating the poetic voice i talked about how if you want to reach your audience you need authenticity that's how you reach your your audience and and what i what i what it didn't say explicitly but i'll say now is that authenticity requires honesty right that's why i was saying that you should write from you you should write from your experiences you should write from your own sense of being another thing i didn't say is that look honesty isn't isn't always pretty the truth we 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 share isn't always the kind of truth that's inspiring sometimes it is a truth that 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 can tear you down a little that can, that can remind you that in the human experience there is a spectrum of emotions and experiences and not everything is beautiful so i I actually want to to talk about this i want to i want to speak on my all-time favorite Kendrick Lamar song opposites attract this is from his uh, mixtape od which came out in 2010 uh, 2011 oh man i've been listening to the song for almost a decade and it's it's one of the most powerful songs if you haven't heard it i highly recommend you pause this podcast right now go listen to it if you don't want to that's okay i'm still going to talk about the lyrics the verses the, the poetry in it uh i just think it's a song that everyone needs to hear because it, it exemplifies the point I'm, I'm making. Truth is not always pretty. So in opposites attract, the song is broken up into two verses with a poem at the end. So 
the two verses it's it's about a relationship the first verse comes in the voice of of a man an abusive man the second uh verse comes from the point of view of uh, the woman he is dating, the woman he's abusing, cheating on, right? So Kendrick gives you both point of views, and it is some of the most beautiful lyrical wordplay and just raw emotion. So in the first verse, in the first verse, he talks by, he introduces uh, the concept of why you couldn't be mischievous or just a little devious the moment that we first started why couldn't you be a liar from the very beginning why couldn't you be just as bad as me you know and he talks about how this girl is so good to him and and he ends the verse he ends the verse saying whatever just to make me happy wanting us to have a family these are exactly the reasons why i cheat on you sometimes so, so he asked, why couldn't this girl be a con artist? Why couldn't she be mischievous? Why couldn't she lie to me? Why couldn't she be a dog like me? That's not a pretty confession to make by any means. But how many men treat women like this? This is an honest truth of how men who don't know how to love themselves or others can treat people. In the second verse, Kendrick, Kendrick gives the point of view of the woman and, and one line that always sticks out is, why you got to be so mean to me? Why you don't know what you mean to me? Why I feel like you ashamed, always out here playing games because you got to make a scenery. He, he ends the verse. He ends this verse by saying, why, why I feel I'm the last option after your homies. Why you always gotta know that I will never let you go even though you get violent and put your hands on me sometimes. The parallel is so strong, right? You can feel the pain through the questions and it's a pain that we can understand. If, if you talk to the women in your life, to the femmes in your life, how many of these people have been in abusive, one-sided relationships, someone that has neglected them, especially because the masculine force can, can be so destructive. And, and one of my favorite parts of the, of the song, I mean, I love all of it. It ends with uh, the poem, She Says She Loves Me by Lamont Carey. If you listen to the song, if you heard Lamont Carey's voice, the power it carries, and I'm actually going to recite the, the, the portion of the poem included in the song. You should listen to the whole thing on YouTube, but I'm, I'm going to recite the portion that's included in the song, and I'm not going to do justice to the voice of Lamont Carey, but I, I just want to share with you this piece. She says she loves me. She says she loves me. So she clings to me even when I want to be left alone. But she's beautiful. Like sometimes when I have things on my mind, she's a perfect person to listen. She only gives me advice, she says when I give her a cue. She says she loves me. Like when I wake up in the morning, she's sitting on the edge of the bed with a plate of food wanting to feed me she says she needs me she says she loves me 
Or like when I'm stepping out of the shower, she's standing there with a towel wanting to, wanting to dry me off. She says, she says she loves me. So instead of admitting that she has made another mistake, she says, she says she loves me and I don't know about love. What a powerful, powerful piece. In fact, it reminds me of the story of the, of the scorpion and the frog. I don't know if you've heard it and I'll promise you it ties in. But the story of the, the scorpion and the frog goes like this. So it takes place near a river. So one day, the, you know, the frog walks up, you know, he's about to take his, his daily swim through the river when he spots a scorpion and the scorpion looks really worried and, and, and the scorpion looks over at the frog and says, hey, uh, can you help me? You know, I, I don't have a way across the river. There's no bridge. Uh, there's this river goes on for miles. I need to get across, but I don't have a means. How can you help me get across? And, and the frog's like, what do you want me to do? And so the scorpion's like, can, can you ferry me across? Can I hop on your back and you like take me to, to the other side? And the frog's looking at him like, are you stupid? Like, no, no, you, you, you're going to kill me. Like, I know how scorpions throw down. Like, you, you are going to poison me and kill me. And, and you know, the scorpion understands his, his worry. But he's like, look, man, I don't have another way across. If you, if you promise to take me over to the other side, I promise you that I won't sting you. I really need to get across. And, and the frog, frog understands. Okay, you not only promise me. That, that you won't sting me as we cross but you need to get to the other side okay all right frog agrees says he'll take the, the the scorpion across so the scorpion gets on the frog's back and off they go go across the river halfway through the scorpion stings the frog and they both die they both drown <laughs> so you're probably wondering why why did the scorpion sting the frog knowing he needed the frog to get across? It was in his nature. Why did the man in Kendrick's song hurt the woman even though she was nothing but good to him? It was in his nature. Why couldn't the speaker of Lamont Carey's poem return the love the woman was so beautifully given to him? It was in his nature. Each of these stories shares one truth that the penetrative masculine energy can be life-threatening when it doesn't know the value of life here in, in, in these stories described as love when a man does not know how to love he destroys and if, and if you feel goosebumps right now if you feel like this resonates that just means that this is the truth that you know truth honesty it's not always pretty Writing, honestly, is not going to be pretty. Sometimes it's painful. And it's also scary. So, so let's segue. Let's segue into fear. So what, what does it mean to be afraid of the creative, of, of, of writing, of, 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 of sharing? So I broke it up into those two portions, the fear of writing and the fear of sharing. So we'll start with the, with the fear of writing. I also see this as a fear of accountability to write things down is to make them real that's the power that writing has 
For example, a body is not considered a corpse until a coroner pronounces the body dead and writes deceased with a time on a death certificate. One of my favorite poets, Miles Hodges, says, I learned how fucking real a night can get with a piece of paper and some secrets. Writing is an intimate space. At the last poetry slam I competed in, poets were talking about struggles with their mental health, past traumatic experiences. They were talking about their fears. They were talking about the loss they endured. They were talking about their pain. I was talking about the murder of my cousin, the death of my grandfather. I just saw Buddy Buddy Wakefield uh, on Wednesday night, and, and, and he was sharing stories about, about growing up realizing he was queer he was sharing stories about loss of life and these poets do it unfiltered except of course through metaphor but but this is personal i was sharing poems personal to me poems that really just hurt because it hurts even though you get violent and put your hands on me sometimes words can be haunting and now imagine taking those words, taking that pain and sharing it for, for an audience of strangers to hear, to listen, to judge. Which leads into the next fear, fear of sharing. Even if the people in the audience that you're sharing your poetry or your art in front of, even if people in the audience know you, even if they're your friends, do they really know your pain? Sharing your writing means opening up everything inside of you for an audience to see. I remember I wrote a poem about undressing for snaps. Performance means being naked. Because you know that everyone's making judgments about your work and that in itself is terrifying. And now what happens if, if your work gets published? You can, now you're going to have people critically taking apart your work, right? And it's like, what right do they have to, to take your pain and dissect it like a dead frog? Now your pain needs to sound pretty. It needs to be a beautiful metaphor. It needs an academic voice. Anytime you share your work, you are welcoming judgment. And that is scary. But to overcome this fear, to own your truth and make peace with it, you must escape your comfort zone. You got to get out of it, man. In in the last episode, I mentioned about how Sadhguru talks about how our eyes, our ears, our tongues, our entire body is, is corrupted by memory. He has this whole video on, on memory and karma. And he actually talks about how karma is memory. But he says this because according to Sadhguru, our entire selves are corrupted by memory because we want the same things back. Every day, we want the same things back. I go to the same ramen place every week, <laughs> order the same bowl of ramen, the same thing. I get the exact same thing every time I go. Every time I go to a restaurant, I order the same food. I am a creature of habit. I want the same taste. We all do. We want the same foods. We want the same company, the same music, the same feelings, the same memories. And he says, this is your comfort zone. This is your cocoon of safety. This 
This is your prison. Because when you want everything the same, when you want everything to be the same, everything stays the same. There is no evolution. I've met so many talented artists who want to keep their art for themselves. They don't want to share it, right? They want the same shadows for their pain. And I understand wholeheartedly because it's comfortable to keep our pain, our discomfort, our thoughts to ourselves. Whatever just to make me happy. Wanting us to have a family. These are exactly the reasons why I cheat on you. Sometimes. What if people think we're monsters? What if people think we're ugly? What if they think we're hideous inside? Especially with the world we live in. I mean, now with the internet, our thoughts can be shown anywhere. Anywhere for the world to see. And we know how much the world loves to disagree. Social media is an entire community of people that they want to make you look dumb for clout, for followers, for likes. That's really that's really what Twitter is. Twitter is a place where people love to prove you wrong. And that's just the world we live in. Because everyone is right and they love to remind you of it. So yeah, it's it's scary to share your work in this world especially if you're not confident in it if you're not confident in your in your truth for me it was so hard to write poems about being undocumented to say i am undocumented is a sense that took 21 22 years for me to actually say out loud 23 years for me to actually vocalize it to people i don't know almost 24 years for me to put it out to who knows who's gonna hear it in this podcast (laughs) to this day i start shaking when when talking about my citizenship status because when i'm performing a poem and i talk about that i don't know who's in the audience where do they report me what if someone records this this poem and it gets really popular and then i sees it and now they're at my door there's actually a, a daca recipient who got his DACA revoked the the day after he he testified at the Capitol about the inhumane shit ICE is doing, about the, why we need immigration reform. They took it away. Why are you speaking up, brown boy? <laughs> You're supposed to stay in the shadows. That's why they call us dreamers, because they hope they can wake up and we're gone. <laughs> and what would happen to me? You know? fear of sharing is, is, is real and, and I understand that because it's so hard to be vulnerable or like just with this podcast I'm not at an NPR level I'm not anywhere close to being one of the most popular podcasts on, on Apple Podcasts or whatever you know and I'm an ambitious dude but mediums like this take time and, and it's scary because I don't want to feel like a failure none of us do and you know all these thoughts go through my head And it's just, it it can feel like it's just safer to keep it in, safer not to write, safer not to share, because that'll protect me. That'll protect you. One thing I found, and it's just something the universe, sometimes I feel like the universe, universe tells me what to say. I don't know who needs to hear it. Sometimes it's me that needs to hear it. But the pieces of you 
that you're afraid to share with others, you're ultimately afraid to recognize in yourself. Be proud of you. Be proud of your work. Be confident in what you write and just speak, poet, paint, artist, sing, singer. (laughs) Move in the way that you are meant to. So, I have another challenge. (laughs) My challenge for you. If you've been thinking of going to an open mic, well, (laughs) this is your sign. Go do it. Go do it. If you're in SAC, you can go to the Colonial every Wednesday night. You can go to Luna's Cafe every Thursday evening at 8. You can go to Queen Sheba every Wednesday at 9. You can go to the SAC Poetry Center every Monday. And starting in January, they're going to do like poetry every day. They usually have featured readers and then they have an open mic. So you get to hear a featured reader uh, spit their work. And then you get to be part of an open mic. And if you go January 6th, uh, I'm going to be the featured reader. So hello, let's link up, spit your work. <laughs> If you're in Oakland, you you should check out the Root Slam. They do it at the MLK Cafe every third Friday. Luna's Cafe and Sac host the Sac Unified Slam every third Friday as well. I'm not saying go out and compete in a slam, but what I'm saying is go share your work. That's my challenge. Whether it's at an open mic, whether it's on social media, whether it's just you spinning it on the street. In the words of Shia LaBeouf, just do it. Just do it. And so, following my own advice, I'm going to share this poem that I wrote that has a lot of pain in it, a lot of anger. And, and, and it's, it, it, I'm not even going to introduce it. I'm going to follow my man Ike's advice. I'm just going to do this. So, it, there's some people that spell immigrant, the word immigrant, as I'm migrant. So, they kind of separate it to two words. So, I'm migrant is how some people choose to spell immigrant. Like, I'm migrant. This my story. You ain't fill your bones with sand from desert to come here. You ain't break finger or jaw. This country don't poke holes in your existence like me. You citizen. Me alien. Me not human. Rapist. Killer. Me no English. Me not legal. I'm migrant. I'm throat full of fear, muffled scream, one ID check away from a concentration camp and you can't tell me they're not concentration camps because if they're not concentration camps, then tell me where the fuck the people go. That's why I'm migrant, I'm mouth like sawed off shotgun, but faceless like I can't be at these protests cause I can't get arrested. Cause I'm migrant, you ally, where's your scream when they kill these kids? Oh, and best believe they kill these kids. You ever hear of ice boys? They build detention centers for these kids, work them to death if they're strong and then just go and replace these kids. And then got the fucking nerve to call us criminals. Cause we migrant. We walk quiet. We don't make sound. We supposed to be shadow people. Pick your fruits, wrap your burger, mop your floor. We can't call the cops on you when you rob us, cut our wages, evict us, beat us. We not real people. We migrant, not human, alien. Remember alien? Illegal alien? Illegal aliens? Do you know what alien means? It means you're from a different country, but it also means... Differing in nature 
or character, typically to the point of incompatibility. Incompatibility. When two things are so different that they can't coexist. Their border is not a wall. Their border is their religion and their drug and their belief that we do not belong here. So when I say fuck your border, I mean fuck your country, fuck your patriotism, fuck your soldiers, fuck your flag, fuck your government, fuck your president, and fuck you. So fuck your border. A lot of pain went into that piece, man. <laughs> Even now, man. Yo, I, I my energy just feels all crazy, and I hope I, I conveyed that because that's a piece I'm really just kind of scared to share. But again, I follow my own advice, and and if, if you share this frequency with me, just know that whatever I tell you, whatever advice I give you, I follow it first. I test it out. I put myself out there and I would never tell you to do something that I wouldn't do myself because that's not what leadership is. That's not what advice is. Everything comes from experience. And and what, what I share, it's stuff I've worked hard to learn. And thank you for listening, for tuning in, for if you've made it this far, for listening to me be vulnerable, to me be angry, to me be hurt to me express my 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 own frustration and i'm also experimenting with vulnerability on this podcast thank you for listening thank you for being a part if you review this if if you hit me up about it thank you for your feedback thank you so much for your feedback if you've rated these episodes thank you so much for that i appreciate that i appreciate the 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 fact that i've put this out into the universe and and people have reached back out thank you so much for those of you that have listened to all these episodes what an honor it is to to be listened to right that that's all really all we crave for at a fundamental level to be listened to and and i hope i pray that 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 this podcast helps you your growth as an not just an artist but just a human being because that's just what we need a little bit more of humanness that genuine kindness that comes from i know where you've been i know where i've been and let's just be together (laughs) may you find peace and love and happiness and depth in your life as as we as we wrap up this decade remember where you've been remember your truth and remember to speak as loudly as you can because all we have is the moment so make it count peace love and blessings on your journeys thank you for tuning in see y'all next time The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm new. That's anchor.fm new to get started.